This episode of Super GG Radio is brought to you by our Patreon. Patrons of the show can get our Dogs of Super GG Radio newsletter, Super GG Radio stickers, a slap on your closest PC or bag, input on what we cover, game nights with the hosts, and even a chance to win a copy of an indie we talked about. Not only that, but 90% of all patron contributions go to the Children's Miracle Network of Hospitals. Visit patreon.com slash superggradio to learn more. What's good, Internet, and welcome to Session 188 of Super GG Radio. Now, here is your host and your turkey tyrant, Eric Getty Gettinger. That's what you wanted to do? Mm-hmm. Wait, you yep. cut out like half of the intro. That's fine. No, I did the turkey tyrant. Now you say your part. No, because it says we're friends chat about video games and all things adjacent, and you didn't say oh. that. That's fine. Continue, Getty. <laughs> I don't know that I like what he did, and it, it's completely screwing with the the flow. Yeah. The flow. <laughs> How am I supposed to get hype for it and bring energy if you're just going to steal my lines? Do you hear how much energy you have right now? <clears throat> yeah, because I was going to get psyched up to do this. Do it, Getty. No. Get, Getty. Getty. <laughs> that'll that'll Getty. be it for this week's episode of Super GG Radio Getty. before we go. Yes. It's time, it's time for serious business business stuff i hope that people can see those flying up on the interwebs <laughs> our whole one viewer oh somebody's watching us supposedly Shoot. get it get it get <laughs> it go i'm your turkey tyrant eric getty gettinger i also have about 10 days off in the next three weeks so prepare your beat list for a beating ha 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 with me as always is Green Bean Gangster, Alex Arona. Is this supposed to be topical? Am I supposed to feel thankful for something? Only time will tell, Alex. Only time will tell. Until then, we welcome back our crazy cranberry king, Joel DeWitt. No, I can't do this. The cranberry sauce is garbage. <laughs> it, it, it's F-tier Thanksgiving food. Hell but, no, if I, I love if I, it when it comes out shit. If I had, can. yeah, if I had to choose, it'd be the canned jelly. But even then, yep. it's like, I'd rather just have jelly. <laughs> no, so, man, I need it in that canned shape with the ridges, and I need it sliced. <laughs> you know what? We'll Everybody. take this to the, the boxing ring guys can go around, and we'll figure out who's going to win this debate. Either way, the amount of sugar from that, either preparation like cranberries that you make or cranberries from a can is going to put you in a coma. So, but before that happens, let's scoop in some magnificent mashed potato maker, Alec Parks. Two pounds gold, quarter cup of milk, sixth stick of butter, garlic, and 23 other assorted spices. This is the chemical breakdown of a human during Thanksgiving. Those are gold potatoes, just so you know. Well, yeah, I hope so. Is this an alchemy thing? Yeah. No, that's not. I will clap <laughs> and slam my hands on this table. You can go ahead, wake up your daughter, and see how that goes. <laughs> I will do it. If you can't, where's tell, that girl and the a dog? Real transmutation, right there. He's yeah. gonna where's my daughter crying, and the dog? He's gonna turn a quiet baby into a crying one. No, I'm gonna turn a crying baby into half dog. Uh, 
then we will all cry. This is bad. I haven't even watched more than an episode of that, and just the references have burned into my brain of that now. You, you know you everything dark, about it. It's real yep. dark. Yeah, if you can't tell, uh, this was supposed to be uh, our Thanksgiving episode, but apparently everybody appreciates family more than they appreciate our podcast, so I still kept this opening. I don't care. You're going to have to <laughs> deal with it. <clears throat> All right. Uh, that was a deep cut. That was supposed to be an alchemy joke, just just so you know. Okay. And uh, with all those deep cuts, we're going to dig ourselves a nice little hole this week. First, Why don't we deep cut into some turkey? We're going to cook up some early adopters, <laughs> that's for sure. Do some dishes with the news, then ready to go shopping the following morning with our backlog. Good God, <laughs> this is too late. <laughs> you are out of control, Getty. You are so out of control. Uh, honestly, this makes it all much better. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I prepared it and I was like, I'm ready to go. And everybody's like, nah, man, I think I'm just going to do Thanksgiving stuff. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. Well, let's mosey on over to Early Adopters, where we play alphas, betas, and games that bring me back to a childhood sweeping from mines. But in this scenario i'm sweeping for vampires boy let me tell you about the infernal masquerade you like vampires you like minesweeper this might be for you let me tell you i am not good at minesweeper nope me either no. <laughs> <laughs> and i'm lazy too like when i started doing this i was like ah, i'll just you know like try and talk to some of the people in the first row like flesh out a spot where you can begin and like two out of the five times I played, like the first person I walk up to was a vampire. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Yeah, we got some bad luck, man. That happened to me a bunch. Mm -hmm. So imagine, if you will, it is Minesweeper. However, it, it introduces all of these characters. They walk into a big open like ballroom and they line up and you have to suss out the vampires by going up to them and talking to them. Uh, when you talk to some of the people, like they'll say, there are two vampires standing next to me in the same vein as Minesweeper. So then it's your job to try and figure out, okay, uh, who can I talk to that's similarly close and try and figure out what what I'm dealing with here. So everybody sucks at this, right? Actually, yes, yeah. I was pretty good at it. You are? Oh, yeah. You bastard. <laughs> what's, what's your strategy? Yeah, not to suck. That's not a strategy. That's that, not. A that strategy. helps no one. No, you pick somebody in the front row it, that clears out a bunch of them, and then you. It just, may. It has uh, maybe I just always got lucky on my first pick. I have gotten like half the room to leave. Yeah. Which is always nice, but then it's like one per one vampire standing next to me, and I'm like, that doesn't help me anything because I'll look down a whole row, and every single one of them will just say, "Yeah, one. vampire standing next to me." Yeah. I'm like, that's not helpful. Yeah, but you got to eliminate it because you've got one; they're all touching. And it's a grid. You have to pretend you're still on that. Okay, no, but there, it's everybody in a row. But it's first person, well, so it's a little bit more difficult. Like, the top-down view, if you had that, like, when you're playing original Minesweeper, it's a little bit easier to try and, like, do the process of elimination. In this in this situation, I, I completely uh, understand, Alex. 
you're looking at it and you're like, I don't know what was supposed to be where. Like, am I at the edge at this point? No. Okay, where was it? How can I try and figure it out? But part of it is luck. Like the first couple of guesses to clear up some space, they're luck-based. So yeah, it, if it, it, it wasn't got, specifically Minesweeper, but you know, you're talking about 3D space, what if it was more like a top-down Zelda situation where the people were in rows on a top-down grid and you had to walk along and, and tap them to see who was vampires or not? Like you're on think, rails? Not on rails. More like, think like uh, the original Zelda with a, a map. You know, and instead of like the octorots and the trees and what have you, have it be the actual uh, people you're trying to suss out who the vampires are. I, I would that make that it less complicated? I would I probably it, find that a little bit easier. I agree, but I also feel like the point of it being first person is that when they take off their mask and they go to eat you, it's like supposed to be scary. Putting you in that position, I feel like, is what increases the, the pressure and fear factor. To change that point of view would take you almost entirely out of the game, I feel like. Well, and I, I do think the 3D first-person view is kind of the part of the novelty of this. Because yeah. at some point, you know, it is basically just a reskin of Minesweeper. I, I guess it's technically a reskin of Minesweeper currently, but at least it's a different twist on the same formula, right? Yeah, exactly. And, and I think that, that it does a good job of doing that. Just because I like what I, the only thing confusion I had was that I would talk like I was trying to treat it like Minesweeper, but I would there would be seven people in a row in a straight line, and they all said a vampire was next to them, and I was like, well, that's not. That seems like a lot of vampires that I don't agree with. So it's like yeah, trying to get around that. It's so okay, they don't agree with you either. That's fine. <laughs> I mean, generally they would try to eat me. So I will yeah, say one might be too spicy for them. One one spicy. thing that I'd love them to see, uh, love to see them add or at least tweak, is have it be a quick restart. I could I get yeah. behind that too. It uh, this is such a, a brisk game of matches where like maybe I'm spoiled by the Super Meat Boys and the like, but having that quick snappy let's start right over again new round thing makes it a lot less frustrating instead of having to sit and sort of wait for it to reload and go through the the motions again um there is a little bit of a wind up with these characters because they you know there's a presentation factor where they all slowly walk in and they do the whole thing and so i agree with you there mm -hmm. could add some more difficulty and have them every now and then dance around and move so just to screw with you no, they don't need to remove difficulty. You're going in the wrong direction. If they, well, what if they made it in the easy mode? Every once in a while, like <laughs> if your back was like if you weren't facing one, it would hiss behind your back, and you'd like that quick Ooh. turnaround. Where was it? Where'd that come from? Just like it's an ambiance thing. Like, oh, there's one back here. I know it. I'd in like the, the easy hiss. mode, they replace all the vampires with clowns. <laughs> oh, that'd be good. Too. Uh, that would be an accessibility thing, right? Like when we that, played I, grounded. <laughs> I don't know if that would be accessibility. The, I feel like that would make it even scarier. The, the accessible spiders are a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, in and of themselves. But also, like, imagine like what if one level was just like you're at a you're at a circus and one of these clowns is gonna murder you. It's like, oh god, this is this is a very tense game. It was gonna happen either way. It was gonna happen either way. 
Super GG Radio, not down with the clown. <laughs> not down to and clown that, either. And that's the title of the episode for right now. Although it is quite ironic that every day that I go into work, I put on my makeup, my shoes, and I proceed to be a, a joke to everybody around me. Honk, honk. Yep. How, how many two liters of Fado do you have in your office cubicle? <laughs> Three liters. Uh, I made that joke and nobody got it. Just so you know, Insane Clown Posse, not topical or relevant. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why their tour, their, la- their next tour is going to be the last one, which me and friend Dan are trying to get tickets. Bless you. <laughs> and I want, I, I, you know, there's, you know, the world is getting is always weird, but I'm always down for the weird. You, you, you are down to talk, weird. You want to talk about like a weird dichotomy in one spot? My family went to uh, Frankenmuth, Missouri last year, and it's in, awesome. or sorry, Michigan, Frankenmuth, Michigan, but it's close enough to the uh, Canadian border where they had like uh, souvenirs, like the Canadian flag and maple syrup and stuff. Uh, went to one where it was maple syrup, and then there was Fado in the uh, cooler, and then right. a Fado root beer scented candle. Huh. Oh, that sounds horrendous. It's just a cornucopia of awful. You really got to stop coming up with episode titles. <laughs> I don't know, man. But to go from my job to our gob... Oh, <laughs> uh, that didn't that didn't translate well. <laughs> you know what else is trash? Uh, the world of me? gob. <laughs> I thought you were going to say gob. I was like, no. man, that's spicy. <laughs> no, I like He's gob. He's so spicy. I, I like gob, I, but he does live in a landfill. His he yeah. lives in a trash heap. In the hey, sewer. man, you can't always control where you live, but this gob is the other game that we baited for the this week. It is gritty, grungy, grimy, gross. Like, the disgustingness level of where this character is, uh, it is really something. You... Now, I do want to just point it out. There is a gob on Steam Not the that same is a, a pixel art platformer. Mm-hmm. And we are talking about Gob on Itch.io by Gamma Girl. Gob by Gamma Girl. And it is a claymation uh, point-and-click adventure game mm-hmm. without text. Without text. But music. That radio works. That radio does work. And, and I think the point of this was for non-communicative uh, storytelling which worked in in a lot of senses for me but at the same time there could have been a little bit of tutorialization to to kind of get you to the hang get the hang of the controls i agree (laughs) because i mean joel and i'm referencing particularly a conversation joel you had with us uh where you were saying you didn't quite make it too far you got kind of stuck and the the real solution to the your issue was that you had to if you clicked both triggers because the triggers acted as like an item in each hand so the mm-hmm. right trigger was your right hand your left yep. trigger was your left hand if you clicked them both at the same time you kind of would put your hands together mm-hmm. and so uh, there was an item that had that you needed to take at the top off of it so. Yeah. I did not use a controller for this game. 
I used a mouse and keyboard, and I did not that find what I did not find the uh, <laughs> the key bindings. So oh, okay, there you go. yeah. You so know I, what? No, yeah. I I did the same. I played sword and board, but I went back and checked to see what the key bindings were. So that I could try and figure it out, because I also got stuck at that part. I also didn't realize that I could crawl. Mm-hmm. So yep. I was like, man, I, I don't know what to do. And then I went over to look at it, and I was like, oh, I can throw stuff. I can pick up multiple items. I can crawl. And then I was like, oh, all right, well, this makes a lot more sense. <laughs> yeah, so you had to crawl under underneath stuff. and Just then A couple of button also- prompts probably remedy that so that you know just just in the beginning yeah just in the beginning just give you a little bit of uh of information and i guess and i I know that that's kind of the game is purposely like it says in the description that it's supposed to be not like non-verbal but i feel like that that really and i guess i guess you know that's why it's that's why they make you do it in the beginning is to learn that you can combine things and that you can crawl and to do all that stuff. But I feel like the first puzzle to make it like, so it almost feels like insurmountable and just getting stuck like that isn't, isn't a fun premise. But I mean, I think the rest of the game, once you got past those hurdles, I felt like the things got a lot more interesting and the world outside was a little crazy. And I felt like I was genuinely like these, these puzzles were brain scratchers that when I got to, they felt very good. Um, you know, putting items together, using items in different ways. I felt like they, it really did work for me. And also the art style being that it looks like claymation, like the entire thing looks claymation. Oh yeah. That's what I enjoyed the most was the art style. And like I was originally saying, like the grossness factor is off the charts. You'll go Mm -hmm. over to the refrigerator, open it. It's gross. Go into the everywhere. the bathroom, look in the bathtub. It's just like random stuff strewn everywhere, and uh, uh, just a the one... toilet I believe had an eyeball in it. It also had an item in it. Yep. If you've but seen an, an episode of Hoarders, that that gives you a good idea of sort of what you're going for. Yeah, except for the eyeball. I bet yeah, there are eyeballs in some of those hoarder homes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, I've seen one episode of Hoarders, and I said that's that's enough. <laughs> so I, I guess I don't know. I mean, is the, there are a lot of eyeballs in. Uh, there's mountains of dead cats and rats in some of them. Oh, oh no. Yeah, oh, and, yes. and they're like petrified. <laughs> Whoa, it is not yeah. a good thing. Yeah, no. <laughs> wow, yeah. I, d- I really did not watch a lot of Hoarders, so this is all, <laughs> this is shocking to me. It's fine, it, you don't have is, to. Is it A&E, the, the outfit that makes that? They make that an intervention, which are like two of the most depressing shows that you can watch back to back. It's terrible. Wow. Yeah, that's surprising to me. I did, I, I, from Gob to Hoarders. Yep. Now that's a natural transition, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, All right, you know what? Do you think you could do better than go ahead, Joel? No, it's easier to pot shot from the side. <laughs> yeah, I know. All right, let's not, I liked, let's not get too wild. I liked Cobb. That's that's what I would say. Is I, I, I liked what it was doing. I felt like, uh, again, the for me, the, the, the big standouts uh, happen when I, don't, when I don't think I would have thought of, of blank. When I think, man, I sure never would have thought of that is when I'm like, okay, high five to said developer. And I think that that's what Gob did for me. And I think that that's what 
I think that that's what uh, the uh, sorry, pulling it up. The Infernal Masquerade did for me. Hmm. Both, I said, man, I, I wouldn't have thought of that, and I like it. So, we had some good ones this week. You guys, everybody finished Gob, right? Of course. Yep. So I finished Gob. Of course. Yep. Okay. <laughs> 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 so agreeable. I like it. <laughs> uh, that last puzzle was a doozy. That's all I'm gonna say. If you can, if I you, got outside, I got outside. If you want me to tell you what it is later, that's fine. I can, but yeah, I'll get it off here. All right, so let's gobble down some leftovers <laughs> in a break. Ha <laughs> <laughs> uh, If you've still got leftovers, they're really bad by now. They might be, but it's only been a week. We, hopefully, we, you enjoy this punishment. We made turkey noodle soup, so that means it can last twice as long, right? Yeah. That, that's See, a transitive tur- property of cooking. If you cook I it again, like it lasts soup. twice as long. Yeah. I don't like turkey soup. <laughs> <laughs> How we started, how it's going. Dumpster fire, double dumpster fire. Hey, we're back. Let's see. Oh, wait, I didn't even get a chance to pour myself some alcohol. Before we jump into the news, let's rehydrate with some spirits. (laughs) Spirits. Some single malt scotch whiskey. Would you like some? (laughs) Joke's on you. I can't give you any of this. I'm not even sure we can show the label. Do you have any Red Bull? No, I don't have any. I don't have Red Bull. We don't stock it here. I got boomerangs. I don't... I don't have Red Bulls, and this is an emoji. Don't, uh... What if I do a bull emoji? No. Oh, I got one. Yeah. All right, so... Red Bull. Spoilers. I wrote this again, thinking that we were going to record this on Thanksgiving. So, hey, news. Heard there's plenty of deals out there. If you know where to look... And we'll talk about freebies later, but first things first, we're going to jump into the the hotness that is the news. You guys ready? Hit me, Getty. I, I don't want to. <laughs> All right. Gene Shift Auto goes 1.0. Hell yeah. This is a game we played earlier in an episode. Getty, did you, do you remember Gene Shift Auto? I can't say that I do. Gene Shift Auto was akin to original Grand Theft Auto in a top-down sense. And it was a battle royale that you would go around and find randomized guns and vehicles in a Grand Theft Auto, like, 1, 2, and 3, or not, 1 and 2. And, you know, was it? It was Grand Theft Auto and then... I played this game? London. Uh, It was on an episode before. I don't know if you, maybe you were out that week or something. I don't remember Uh, it either. I don't remember it. Uh, I definitely remember this one, and um, it's a battle royale. Okay, so it's it's a pretty fun little random game. You heard it here, folks. Gene Shift goes. Gene Shift Auto goes 1.0. Oh, 
game that I do remember, and I have played a little bit now that it's gone 1.0, is Soccer Story. Hey, and what better game to play during the World Cup? Guys, I heard that the U.S. is playing on Saturday. Ooh, boy. Oh, by, the time this, in, huh? uh, <laughs> by the time this airs, they might not be. <laughs> <laughs> boy, they uh, somehow made it into into the next round but nobody's quite sure there's a lot of a lot of really good teams out there not are you are you a big soccer guy no not at all but okay. the the people at work we we did a whole spiel about it earlier people at work all watch it we have all of the rooms like the boardrooms people watch it during every hour so that they can keep up to date with what's going on world cup action World of Warcraft action, Dragonflight expansion goes 1.0. Hey, who's ready to jump back into WoW? No. I, I can't. I can't. <laughs> like, I can't. Like, like most things, with the right Sherpa, I consider it, but uh, I, I don't think the crowd's here for it. So, oh, I just got too much. I got too much going on. All right. You really have a lot. Mm-hmm. You really have a lot. Yep, but... <laughs> Uh, I don't know why this one's on here. Did we, did we play Warhammer 40k Dark Tides? No, but it's a it's a very popular game right now because it is the people who did Vermintide 2. So if you want some Left for Dead action, this is here's it. Here's a new one. Yep. 40k Dark Tides 1.0. Go play it right now. Because Vermintide 2, which was again like Left for Dead, was the Warhammer 40. Or Warhammer, which is Warhammer. So now this is futuristic. Uh, Left 4 Dead. Warhammer 40k. Futuristic. In a world. Uh, I'm just going to end it there. All right. Chainsaw Shotgun. Is that Warhammer 40k? What? I think it is. No, that's Gears of War. Yeah, but they do have some type of uh, crazy weapons. I was thinking of... um, the commander, the commando guy from, from I think uh, Starcraft. They have like a shotgun. No. What am I thinking? The commando guy. I'm gonna. This is his name. So you guys can like James Rayner. They have names. Oh hell no! <laughs> this is gonna be the second time tonight I punt Joel out of the podcast. <laughs> All right, uh, The Witcher One remake. We'll have an open world. You guys all played The Witcher, right? I have. Have not. <laughs> I played the first two. I, sure. I have <laughs> played the first one and the third one. So it's a really good game. that's. I mean, that's kind of exciting. Uh, the Witcher original game. I went back and I was playing it. It must have been a couple of years ago, but you know. It didn't feel so closed off. It was much more akin to the original Dragon Age, where yes. you would have like a path that you needed to follow, but you'd be able to go from zone to zone. And there's open spaces, but a whole open world, that's kind of crazy. I hope that CD Projekt Red isn't taking on more than they can uh, handle. But they, they'd never do that, and certainly no crunch time. No crunch time ever again. Didn't they release a statement that said that they're never going to do crunch time ever again? I think they've that done did, that twice now. Yeah, yeah. 
Oh, by the way, the game I was thinking of was Warhammer 40k Space Marine, where his sword is a chainsaw sword. Super Mario, new Super Mario <laughs> Brothers movie trailer. You guys see this? Hell yeah. Nope. I have a lot of problems with it. It's a me, Mario. I just, <laughs> I don't even care that it's Chris Pratt. I just really? can't. I do. Oh, I, I still I can't, can't get over that hurdle. <laughs> no, it's the voices of everybody. I can't divorce those characters from those from like their original voices. So it's like Charlie Day sounds great. I can't see it. It's it bugs me. That's not Luigi. So it's just like what do, I don't. Mm, no, I just uh, you know Princess Peach is supposed to be higher pitched. Like what are we doing? I don't. Mm. Is she? In my head, it is. In my head, canon, it is. I mean, the last game that I played was Mario Odyssey. What was the one that you lent me? Yep, the Odyssey, and she's high. Yeah, she's very high pitched. What's up with that, Joel? <laughs> what? <laughs> and I and I actually really like Anya Taylor Joy. Just watched a movie with her recently. It was great. I I'm starting to uh, feel attacked. Well, personally, that, <laughs> that and. Uh, I'm starting to get the sense that Alex is the kind of guy that is upset that Jaleel White was not the voice of Sonic the Hedgehog in the recent movie. See, that's the problem, Joel. That's the problem. They've already messed with Sonic's voice so many times that I don't have a personal fondness for his voice. I've heard him in in Sonic Adventure. I've heard him in many other video games with different voices and Jaleel White. I also mm-hmm. play He's video games. He's all over the place. And video game accessories. Mm-hmm. So because of that, I don't have a deep connection to the Sonic voice. But he damn well, I'll be damned if he doesn't eat chili dogs. Right. And he did. He's just shoveling them in that gullet, right? Yeah, one in each hand. By the fistful. Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm like, okay, Ben Schwartz, you can be Sonic because I don't care about Sonic's voice. And, and, he ate a chili dog. I'm in. Solid. Mario's too iconic. I've met the man, Joel. I've met the man. It's true. I was there. Yeah, yeah. There, there is evidence that that happened. Yeah, yeah. We have audio of it. <laughs> Unfortunately, but no, I, I, I think it looks good. I'm sure it'll be hilarious, especially considering that I, I'm one of the few people that, like I own all Despicable Me's on Blu-ray. I watch them relatively yearly. And that is without child's involvement. They're just good movies. Though I am excited to hear the Pharrell soundtrack, as well as the hot track by Tyler, the creator, as they generally are kind of tied to those movies, including that Grinch one. Okay. We're good then? Tyler, the creator music, uh, Christmas Grinch song is, is real weird, and I like it. Okay. Now next, next piece of news. <clears throat> Monster Hunter Risei coming to PlayStation 5, Xbox Series S and X, and Game Pass January 2023. Not how you say that word. Uh, it's definitely not Rise. Mm. <laughs> and Juness? No. I, can't, I, I, you know, I can't remember the song right now, otherwise I'd sing it to you. Yeah. Clearly it's okay. the Xbox Series X. Whoa. Oh, no. Whoa. 
This is a PG-13 podcast at best. <laughs> Alec, we're part of NPR. But, I, button the fuck I, up. I, I was going to say it. We earn the hard R rating often enough. <laughs> it's a hard R. <clears throat> to be fair, we're clean on Anchor.fm. <laughs> we're labeled as clean. Oh, really? We, we got to fool people and... Uh, well, that's because they can't now. see my nudity on the podcast. So, what they can't see <laughs> can't hurt him. Yeah, Getty's full Winnie the Pooh over there. What's next, full Getty? Winnie the Pooh. I kind of prefer <laughs> Donald Duck in it, but okay, that's fine too. I, I like Winnie the Pooh better. Oh, uh, <laughs> I can't sure get that. Talking it at all. All right, uh, Amnesia. Oh, we played Amnesia for a Halloween episode a couple of years ago. Uh, the Amnesia The Bunker has been announced to release March 2023 on all platforms, and Xbox will have it on Game Pass. What is this, Amnesia 4, right? I think it's a new Amnesia. Yeah, I think it's yeah, that's, that's new four. Amnesia, yeah, that's four, unlike any of the other Amnesia that you've already had. Because there's, there's been a machine for pigs, and then there's been Rebirth. And Rebirth was actually an entirely new game, so this will be the fourth one. One was Birth by Sleep. No. Uh, what do you mean? Three-quarter no? dream drop distance. <laughs> <laughs> dream drop Amnesia. distance. Amnesia dream drop distance. <laughs> so somebody when does Goofy. Somebody, when does Goofy become involved? Yeah, I was gonna say somebody needs a mod Amnesia with Goofy being all the monsters. Oh, yeah. it's really upsetting. That's terrifying. Gorsh. <laughs> yeah. Gorsh. Yeah, I don't know that I could play that. Joel, I think we're at episode title number Gorsh. five. Uh, yeah, so I'm traumatized, but not too traumatized for Pokemon Scarlet Violet Stadium Battle Bug. So I want to tell you since since this game has come out, it seems Mm -hmm. like there's been a couple of bugs with the game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just Mm -hmm. a couple, (laughs) just a couple. I, I, I. I specifically wanted to bring this one up because it's it's pretty egregious. There is a, apparently a bug. There are certain attacks in Pokemon Stadium that have a a percentage value dice roll element. So it's a ra- it's a randomized percentage based element, and most people don't bother with a lot of those abilities because they generally have a a percentage value that is you know oh this hits one out the like five percent of the time. Okay. It's an insta-kill 5% of the time, but that's a real low dice roll. Like It's a real low success rate. But the ra- like the new stadium mode, which is like an online competitive mode, the, the randomized seed generator is the same every single time. Oh. <laughs> so it's not random as they may have think thought as because players have found and figured out the algorithm to the point that they can end every match in a single hit by doing two moves they have it they have they know exactly what two moves will proc the insta kill with the random generator and they are using that every single time so are you upset that these people figured it out no i think it's very funny it's very funny. I'm on the it's funny train. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, man, don't hate the player. Hate the very buggy game. Hate the random number generator seed. 
Mamma mia. Getty, what time is it? It's time for freebies, if if memory serves correctly, but it's been like two months since we've done freebies, so. Freebies! Insert the freebie sound effect. Freebie here. horn. Freebie. Freebies. 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 Wah-wah. Getty, you ready for some freebies? Yeah, let's do this. Uh, Steam. VR. Flip the table. This is meant to be a game that is to, like, let off steam so you have different objects that you just smack the crap out of. Huh. I kind of wish I had VR. Yep. I want to flip some tables. <laughs> yep. All right. Also, on Steam, for VR, end of the road. A reality VR adventure horror game set in an atmospheric environment uh, your goal is to explore the surroundings and survive using uh, a lantern and exploring different items and using them accordingly in a almost like a like in an adventure style game. Ooh Then we have over on the Epic Game Store RPG in a box. RPG in a box is a way for you to create dungeon crawlers in a voxel style format, aka the Minecraft artwork. And you will go on to you know the RPG Maker. Okay. But now in in again a voxel format, so you can go through and click the pixels and create whatever drawings you want to make turn-based RPGs in dungeons, in large dungeon maps that you also design. And then that's why it's in a box. It's a box. Oh, and then we also have on the Epic Game Store Fort Triumph. Fort Triumph is a turn-based combat of XCOM with the world, uh, with a lot of world exploration. Okay. Over on Steam, we have Ascend Reborn. Ascend Reborn is a. An action-adventure game, you're exploring these worlds and, uh, you know, taking swipes, a little devil may cry like, uh, but you are a knight fighting monsters, and, uh, let's see here, uh, you're a brutal chaos warrior on your journey to ascension. The reign of the titans has come to an end. New gods have risen to claim the ultimate power and need a champion. That sounds really cool. It does. Looks cool, too. And then a game that we just talked about... Over on Steam, you can get Gene Shift Auto free. Nice. Gene Shift Auto went, went free to play. You can play Battle today. Battle Royale. All right. So those are our freebies, aren't they? Sure are. What are we going to do? We should probably take a break until Cyber Monday so that we can get some fresh deals because all these other ones are stale. Yeah, I know it doesn't work because Cyber Monday was this last week. You shut your mouth. I'm not changing it. I wrote this episode. What what deals did people get from uh, Black Friday and Cyber Monday? Soul Hackers yeah, let's too. Do that. Everything I bought was under like ten dollars, which was like like they had Last of Us two for ten bucks, mm-hmm. and I was like, well, I want to play that game eventually, but like. I have been very good about increasing my backlog. I've stopped doing it, mm-hmm. except for when I find something that's like like ten dollars, and I'm like, well, I do want to play this eventually. Yep. Well, I do like ten dollars. <laughs> I feel like ten dollars is like you, you, my my 
my max used to be like 25 to 30 where I'm like, yeah, I'll grab it. It's fine. It's cheap. But now it's like I'm going to 10, mm -hmm. maybe even five. Oh, the value of the dollar has shifted. So I just have such a big backlog already. Yep. It's massive. How massive is it? That's enough. Joel, what'd you get? What'd you get? Uh, I got uh, Horizon Forbidden West. Did they, you? They had it for, uh, let's say, $35 somewhere. 35 American? Yeah, and American. I know I'm going to play it. I know I'm going to enjoy it, probably. And I also know it's going to go back up to 70 and stick there for a while. So, this time Especially with the Game Awards coming up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I started God of War, and then I've stuck with Returnal for the past, like, week. I've <laughs> also been playing Dead of War. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I should probably start Returnal just so I can hang out with you, Joel. I, I like a lot of what that game does. It's very cool yeah. setting. Well, maybe we'll talk about it in the backlog. But first, let's take a break. Alec, did you get anything? Nope. Cool. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> And we're back, back with the backlog blog where we play games uh, that I chalked up as a beat on the beat list, and I hope that it counts. So Joel's going to talk about Vampire Survivors. Oh, I did to describe it. Okay. All right. <laughs> also, yeah. also, Getty, you absolutely beat it. Though I think that they added more. Nope, I got him again. <laughs> oh, man, <laughs> you're good. You're good. Good work. You, I. You sh you probably should put it on the beat list twice. No, that's he, he doesn't need any extra help. That <laughs> that much I know. Uh, I appreciate a man who puts in work. <laughs> Jeez. Except for on the stuff that we're supposed to be working on. Correct. Yep. Yep. So, uh, oh great, my uh, my Discord, <laughs> my Discord is not being uh, my friend right now. Let's see. It's okay. I, Do you want me to start you off? No, no, I I I fixed it. <laughs> Here's some bowls. Here's some bowls. That's some bowl. Yeah, that's some bowl. <laughs> Vampire survivors. Uh, we we have sort of touched on it a little bit before, haven't we? Oh uh, yeah. It is a. Yeah, the early adopters. It is that sort of top-down 2D landscape. Think Zelda, uh, 2D Zelda uh, look, and it is a. Gosh. You are a character who then shoots attacks automatically while mm -hmm. waves of enemies come toward you, usually in the form of some kind of monsters, uh, zombies, skeletons, etc. And the whole conceit of the game is you play a level and you try to last 30 minutes while these waves of monsters come at you. Now... During that time, you also level up by collecting gems that monsters drop when they die. And you can use those to either upgrade your current abilities or buy new ones. Random. You, it's they, random. They are randomized. Typically, they give you three choices, sometimes four, depending on what your luck stat is. Um, you get ten total slots, five weapons, and five sort of buffs. 
or ability upgrades. Um, and then once you get all those, you can match them out for sort of the highest uh, damage. There are also these pairings that each of them have. So, you know, you might have a lightning attack. And then there's an item that associates it with called the duplicator, which yep. then adds an extra projectile to all your moves. And once you level that up, it upgrades the lightning attack into this ridiculous display of rainbows and mess on the screen. <laughs> but those are kind of like you have to suss them out yourself. There's never any place that it would tell you where those are. Correct. Uh, I mean, there, there, is. there is there is in the menu. Eventually. If you find the item, yeah. Right. There right. is it it'll give you a so key. Much. But I think you have to connect the dots right in the actual playthrough in order for it to view, right? So like it'll yeah, show yeah. question marks in those slots if you haven't figured out which one's made up with which. Yep. So there's like a, there's a there is a reward to trying different combinations and pairings. And it's overall I feel like it, it does a good job of like finding new and interesting things like there is a one that makes your projectiles bigger but then just to see like you have an axe that you throw but seeing how giant those axes get is very fun Mm -hmm. yeah the uh i think one of the best things about this game is how modifiable your approach can be for each round uh in my rounds, my default go-to is sort of trying to encircle myself a little bit. I, I know I complained about the garlic when I first started, which <laughs> is just sort of this area of effect within a circle around you that damages enemies. Uh, garlic is the best item in the game, if, Joel. If you, if you pair that with King Bible, you are deadly. <laughs> yeah. Just, absolutely deadly but the strategy changes compared to if you're just doing mostly projectiles because you're doing projectiles doesn't matter what proximity you're in you just need to strafe around these pile of enemies to keep leading them along and pot shotting them if you do like the king bible it is in this encircled space around you and you really need to get close in and sort of feather your way around these enemies until they get hit enough to drop items you know uh so i i and and close close proximity is like, again, the more you level up, you you don't even you could just stand in one place. Mm-hmm. Eventually, you can for and. hours and hours and hours. So, Getty, how long how long was it? Uh, let me preface this whole thing by saying, the nice thing about Vampire Survivors is that there's a thirty minute timer for the generic playthrough. So if you're doing a any of the stages you have 30 minutes before a reaper shows up and he'll wipe you out you can kill the reaper okay you can i'm telling you right now if you didn't know but they if you do enough of the main story or i don't i don't even know if i want to qualify it as main story but you can unlock additional modes and you can do endless mode and i had it going for 12 hours i think i got it up to 12 hours (laughs) and i was like you know, it was longer than 12 hours, wasn't it? Because I got it up to a 1,000 minutes. Jesus. So it was, what, that's like a day and a half. Or almost a three three quarters of a day, right? Yeah. Uh, and it, it was just based on that strategy. I used enough of the items that propelled everything away from me, and they couldn't get close enough. And at one point, I had, like... 
just treasure chests, which treasure just drop from the like boss level monsters. Uh, and those will contain upgrades for you as well. But they just couldn't get close enough to me. And I spent like five minutes just going around picking up treasure chests. And the animation, boy, that oh, animation. Boy. You you got to enjoy like just a treasure chest shooting coins and, and prizes out at you. They, they really know how to trigger that uh, dopamine rush when they do that. When you get the five? It's a good animation. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, five, and it's, oh, yeah. it's like the song that never ends too, and it's like, oh wait, it's getting more epic. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you, you know, you, it feels like a game you, show. You talked about the end game aspect of it, of it just being, you know, you being this beast that cannot be defeated. I think part of what's so satisfying about that though is the climb you have to take to get there, because you are weak starting out. I mean, it doesn't matter what character with what starting weapon you have they're they're all pretty weak and then you slowly grind leveling up but they come in these waves and and some of the waves are pretty harmless some of them are meant for these monsters to be cannon fodder for you to level up against and then there are waves that are just meant to suffocate you and trying to you know corner you and to die and even that first level, and especially in some ways, I struggled with that first level mightily starting out. Because there are these sections where uh, it encircles you with these flowers, mm-hmm. flower monsters. And then you've got the enemies within this restricted range that you have to navigate around, which usually is not a problem in the game for the most part like most of these levels even if they have something like that it's easy enough to get out of but that first one you're really stuck (laughs) and you have to hold on until they disappear you know um but it's the right kind of challenge where you're just like you know oh crap you don't feel like that you got screwed out of it you just you can see where you made the mistake you know and that's uh, that, so I know that yeah you really got it you got like deep into vampire survivors and I'm like that's pretty uh, that's awesome but for some reason for me the reason it never clicked was that I would get that super ultra powerful feeling and then I would go to a different map like I'd go to one map and I would just decimate and I'm like this is pretty easy and then I would go to a, a separate map and then I would just get ultra smoked before I could get like upgrade number four and i was like this kind of this is like and it it just was like very consistent oh i want to try this other map oh i like fantastic oh other map just destroyed it did i never like could suss out what was going on with me that i just had this like issue so i just kind of felt like i was like i don't i feel like i'm not like my dopamine hits are like tainted with that memory of just like oh go to this map and just get destroyed and i'm like this is uh, that just like frustrates me i'm like like so i whenever i want to play i only play the maps like the two maps that i really like because i just like i have a bad like feeling i'm gonna go play this other map and it's just like not gonna be fun tainted dopamine hits yep see we're on like episode title like seven well that's what happens when you take like a two-week break from (laughs) podcasting (laughs) <laughs> untainting the uh the hose to let out all those episode titles <laughs> yeah we're flooding we're it. flooding it so vampire survivors the uh, i'm so surprised that alex has bounced off of it because i know how he loves his idle games and this is this is literally an idle game you, you'd have minimal movement 
you're choosing your upgrades and that's that's it man you go from there you got to get lucky uh there's tons of stuff to unlock if the first like 10 minutes the first couple of runs that you do are just kind of like a brief like oh hey look here's some stuff uh it just gets more and more in depth from there at a certain point you get tarot cards that are unlocked that give you crazy upgrades to your characters the more characters that you get you can unlock more weapons and then find those evolutions and then eventually like the other levels the secret levels the hidden stages the bonus unlockable characters this is like insane amount of stuff to do and it it all starts and you're like hey this is kind of fun I'm just going to walk around in a circle and throw some daggers or use my whip on these guys. Mm -hmm. And then from there, it just takes off. I think this thing does the starting simple, but building up into more complex really well. Uh, My oldest son asked me to delete my PC save file, so he did start one of his own. So, uh, like, it it passes the 10-year-old threshold, right? Uh, (laughs) <laughs> and you just you just found Survivor IO, right? I believe so. Yeah, I actually downloaded that to the iPad. I should probably check that out soon. Um, so I'm wondering, Joel, Vampire Survivors is on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Vampire Survivors, you have a copy of it on Steam because mm-hmm. Alex bought us all a copy. Yeah, you can just give him like the Xbox One to play on there. Oh, I I started a file on that around the same time oh, okay started a piece i mean like the funny thing is for a while the way i played on the couch was that i would be playing i would have kelly pick which character i play and then i would have her pick the upgrades i think and you did a a twitch stream of that i did i yeah. did uh so i mean another fun way to sort of add a bit of a, a challenge <laughs> I, I do need help, Daddy and Alec, maybe too. Um, the the boss rush level. Not Alex, he sucks. Oh yeah, the boss rush. There there is a point where like all the like there are these line rows of like damage, right? That sort of appear, and you get cornered every time. And then suddenly there is just I'm not sure if there are a bunch of reapers or just a pile of bosses that just jump on you at a moment at like the mm-hmm. 12 or 13 minute mark. Yep. Uh, I I did smote each time. <laughs> yeah. Strats or just that's as good as you can get. Uh I did it. I have all of okay. the steam achievements. Okay. You uh, you actually have to do it to unlock one of the characters uh-huh. in order to get one of the weapons so that you can mm. Yeah. Uh okay. I right. use the reaper. I have the grim reaper unlocked. Uh-huh. And I also was able to stack enough of the okay so if memory serves you should be able to get some of the items that will allow you to create the ultra powerful armor that'll save you uh but you have to like prioritize leveling that up over anything else okay it's the like two of the cursed artifacts and the laurel mm-hmm will create a shield around you that nobody can penetrate or even if you are able to get the laurel and level it up enough and then uh combine it with see that one was a little tricky but you only have to survive i think it's the 15 minutes or so okay 
before it just auto kills you. It sounds like more than anything, I've got some more unlocking to do before I go touching that again. Um, so noted. Did you? Well, you did almost make it if it's only going to fifteen. Yeah, yeah that's fair. <laughs> I feel less bad about it. <laughs> I think you unlock the Gorgon for that. He's okay. I've not seen hmm. a boss rush, but he has the bracelet. I, I think the I think the one last upgrade I got there's a dog. And what is he? The shoot, dog? He yep. shoots flowers behind him or something. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't have all of the secret unlockable characters though. There's some that I just was like, this seems insane. And didn't do it. But too much fun. Simplistic, but ultimately uh, a lot of fun. Secret best ability, attract orb. <laughs> it's true. It. Uh, we have one more game on the docket. Yeah. Alex played Toem? Toem. Yeah, Toem is a very kind of cute indie that was on uh, PlayStation Plus. And I mean cute in a way that's like it's very charming. You are a a cr- creature, human. I, it's hard to tell, and um, you're being sent out into the world to explore the world of Toem. And your parental figure gives you a camera, and they give you uh, they send you out on the trip uh, across uh, I believe it's six locations. And your job is to go throughout the world and assist people with your camera. Whether uh, it's, you know, uh, they ask for, can you find my dog? And then you pet the dog and the dog follows you. Or, hey, where did my, uh, where did my hat go? And then you go take a picture of the hat and then you bring that to them. Different things like that where uh, these people, like these gang members have an item you need to uh, give a, to solve a quest. But the gang members are saying, hey, we've done graffiti all over town. Go take photos of our graffiti or prove to me you've seen them and you show them photos of the graffiti. What's this game look like? It is black and white. And it is okay. in a diorama style. Uh, like it is, it's a square map and there are, each level has like, you know, sometimes three, four, five different connecting maps, but they're all at a diorama with hidden sections. So you really have to like spin the camera and find hidden paths and use your camera, which puts you in first person mode. There's all of this like extra stuff to do. And it's just like a really cool diorama for you to explore all of the world and uh, just generally uh, take photos. Oh, it's just, it's a very crisp white and gray backdrop. Yeah, and it's just, it's oh, very yeah. funny. There's a lot of like humor in it. There's one bit where you walk into a newspaper place and they and a guy says like, "Hey, you, you have a camera. You're gonna take photos for us. So put on this journalist hat." <laughs> and he gives you a hat and you put it on. And then he goes, "Go take a picture of the runway." What's a journalist it's like a, hat? It, it's, it's like the old 1920s whenever there was like a journalist, a little like card in the hat. Like, ah. Okay. Okay. And um, so right. it gives you a journalist hat. Like it says press on it. 
and um, you go to and they go go check uh, photos at the the modeling sh- the the runway show and you go there you, and you're about to go backstage and a guard's there and he goes you can't come in wait your hat is a press hat so <laughs> I'm gonna say you're probably press go ahead and it's like really like kind of like very kooky with that. And uh, it just does that very funny thing where it allows it just it, it puts a lot of humor in you, and I like that. It just really like pops it, and it's like, oh, this is very funny, and I like it's charming, upbeat, musical, just like the world treats you very friendly. Everyone is very friendly. There's no mean person in there. There's a uh, different, just different things that you like will follow you throughout the world, and there's a lot of pets, a lot of. Uh, a lot of uh, little animals that will be in every map. So, like, there's a cat and a dog, and they have specific names. And as it turns out, those are the developers. They put them in each map. Oh, cool! <laughs> and then, of oh, course, nice. you get there's more things. Just like get uh, get you know different photos of different creatures, and get the you know get pictures of ants, and get all that stuff to fill out a book of just creatures in the world. And uh, I they, you and you doing all that, you get a platinum trophy. So I definitely went for the platinum on this one. And then they also, the developers put in a free DLC island, which is like a wrap-up after you beat the game, where you go to an island and you see all of the characters you've interacted with throughout the story again. And they're like, hey, what's going on? This place is pretty relaxing. No pressure here. Great job exploring the world. And it's like a real nice, friendly, like, developer is saying <laughs> thank you for playing our game. Here is this extra, like, couple of maps with new mechanics. So... It's it they do really, it's a really charming package. It's a short game, but it's just fun to take photos, you know. And then at the end, you you get to the top of a mountain and take a beautiful photo. That's like the first ever of color, the top of the mountain where it's just like a rainbow okay. up there, and that's your that's like your goal. And you bring it home and you put that photo up in your house, and that's like the end of the story. It's really nice. That's cool. See, that's. That sounds like it's fun and relaxing. It it, wa- it really was like a nighttime wind down. I'd go through and just finish a map. Like a map, each map took like I want to say like 20, 20 to thirty minutes. And I wanted to like okay. I would go through the entire map because you know they'd be like five or six or seven screens, and I wanted to find like I'm like I'm gonna go through get my lay of the land, like take photos of the just naturally take photos of all the creatures for funsies. Then once I know I'm like I go in I go in one spot and I go to the next map and next map and next map and eventually I end up back where I started. I'd say, Okay, I know the lay of the land. Now let's knock out these quests and like okay, now I'm gonna go through and finish up quests and stuff. In in a strange way, the way you're describing this reminds me of a short hike. Like that sort of chill, laid back, go at your pace it is kind of thing. Absolutely feel to it. one of those games. And that's why I liked it, and I played it on PlayStation Plus, so there wasn't any like even pressure that I purchased it, even though I, I would pay these developers. They did a very good job with this game. They were very positive. Also promoted by our friends at Pop Agenda, so that's pretty fun as well. And uh, but just in general, I think that like, if you just want to feel real nice, you're not feeling too upbeat and you just want to relax and have fun with your friends because the world feels like they're your friend. I think you should play Toem. Yep. Cool beans. All right. 
let's uh, go ahead and head on over to our one last thing. And this week's one last thing is brought to you by Super GG Radio's Secret Santa email blast went out. Aw, uh, yeah. Hopefully everybody purchased something during the Steam sale. <laughs> oh, there'll be another. It's fine. I don't know, but will there the before the before the wait? 15th, it's supposed to be next episode. The fifteenth. So it's I weeks. sent an email with a specific timestamp. What? What's an email? <laughs> How does Good it feel, Getty, when you tell I that? Hope to that me. you have me. <laughs> 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 That's all I'm gonna say is I hope you have me so that. And remember, they're not supposed to be. I I don't know. I haven't looked at it yet. Oh, it's It's definitely a punishment. I mean, it's a punishment. Yeah, I like that. I I mean, now I kind of feel like I have to, just like I want to be like the uh, the Mario Party dice roll that sends you to Bowser, and he takes all your coins or star or whatever. I want to be that random bad dice roll for whoever gets me. Mario Party's a dick. Mario Party is such a dick. <laughs> Too bad I couldn't get myself, because I would would have bought See, them things for me. Title. Anyway. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Joel wants to be Bowser is a good episode good. title, too. You, you, you know what? I'm, I'm just going to call it That's a Good Episode Title. That's going to be the name of the episode. Episode titles galore. Ah. <laughs> uh, uh, Okay. <laughs> My one last thing is uh, I have a lot of games to finish. I'm going to try and power through some. I have high hopes, but we'll see how it goes. You know, I'm going to live one day at a time, and it's probably going to be awful, but God of War, that's that's where I'm at. Alex? Uh, the the work and the, the, the weekends have been very busy. I... My plan was that I was going to hit the last month hard just to kind of marathon my way through some more beat list items, but it is currently not turning out that way. Now I'm in some massive time suck situations that I'm just like, man, sure would be great to play some video games right now. One day into December and you're already calling it. I'm not calling it. I'm just saying is that... I'm I'm making excuses <laughs> beforehand, so when I utterly fail at my beat list by uh, December numbers, and and thoroughly take down my okay. average for the year. Yearly yeah. average. Because of that, really, I will at least say. Did you keep track of yes, per month beats? I was averaging four to five, and I kind of wanted to keep that four to five, and that November tanked it. So, yep. Oh God. So. <laughs> Stop metricizing the <laughs> I'm list. only going to make it more frustrating. Yeah, you're going to have to fill out a KPI on <laughs> some bullshit. Okay. I'm just making three uh, excuses. Joel, mm. what do you got? Uh, so I was on travel here for work uh, on Tuesday, and uh, the representative I worked with at the business I was visiting that I was doing the presentation, uh, a few things, he had... A uh, background profile of a character from the Micro Machines NES game. Very cool. Very cool. On his PC. Uh, Very nice. He had a tattoo sleeve that was all video games, uh, which they were mostly like, you know, the the Zelda, the Link, the Mario, the 
little obvious yeah. standard fare stuff. But then uh, just just had uh, Bub and Bob. There we go. Bubble. So that was That's that was pretty nice. sweet. And uh, and then finally, uh, his Microsoft profile had a picture of Pete the Cat. That's a that's a gimmick there. That's a so, whole thing. That's a lot of options. So, uh, you know, shout out to uh, Pete from Wisconsin. That That's his actual name. <laughs> and, and let me tell you, he kind of looks he like Pete the Cat. <laughs> oh, Joel, I did also want to say I have a semi-Christmas present for you. My brother uh, got me his hard drive, so I now have the uh, F-Zero anime files for you. Hmm. Okay. All right. I'm, I'll be eagerly awaiting that. Happy non-denominational holiday party. <laughs> Alec. <laughs> you know, uh, this weekend, I'm just looking forward to doing some rock and stone. Getting back on my bullshit. Deep rock galactic. Alec, if... Yes. Alec is a real stoner. I was going to say, Alec, if you want a crew, apparently... Uh, I know of a whole Deep Rock crew, if you don't already. I know you already have one, but in case they're not available, let me know. Yeah. I will keep that in mind. Thank you. We should play that again someday. I'd be down. Someday. I like game. That's a good game. All right. I think that'll be it for this week's episode of Super GG Radio. Before we go, you can find us on Twitter at Super GG Radio and twitch.tv slash Super GG Radio, where... If it's Thursday, you might be watching us podcast. Woo! We're going back to th- we going, we did that going. last time, and back, then we took off a Thursday. Thursday, Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> We're going back to Thursdays, which means that that frees up the rest of the week for everybody else to do stuff. So, Saturdays, uh, Joel, are you back on Saturdays? We're getting you, back on the wagon. You here. escaping that academy? <laughs> back on the wagon. Hell yeah. Escape Academy coming to you live on Saturdays. Mondays. Mondays. Uh, let's see. Mondays, Alex is beaten through yeah, the backlog. This, uh, I was playing uh, Metal Hell Singer, but I kind of got stuck in a, in a point that I wasn't particularly happy with, so I swapped over uh, to. Uh, man, I'm having a uh, drawing a blank of what was I playing else with that. Oh, I played some more Sanabi. Games. Sanabi. So I'm still going through the backlog. Making his way through Making the my backlog. way downtown. Uh, talking fast. Wednesdays. And I'm homebound. And I'm Tuesdays. Homebound. Thursdays. Tuesdays. Tuesdays we normally have a, a stream. Uh, it used to be being the bad guy. Wednesdays. No, Tuesdays, Wednesdays are going back Wasn't to Tuesday Skater XL. XL and chill. Are they? I'm going to be no chilling. Way. Playing some Skater XL. Listening to my weird... Uh, synth pop and hip hop beats. Let's go. Okay. It it's hotness. the new hotness, right? Even though. Even... And then Wednesdays? Wednesdays yes. we were being the bad guy? We should also call it video game punishment. I mean. Uh. <laughs> why? <laughs> yeah. I, 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 Disto Elysium is not grabbing me. I don't know what to say. Ouch. <laughs> There, there's a lot of good to it, but it just maybe it's just the part of the game I'm at. But I, did you make it across man, the bridge? I, I'm, no, I'm, I'm considering consulting a guide. Oh, here I would point. almost absolutely <laughs> we, suggest it. 
Yeah, I, I've had a stream or two where it's been fun wandering around, but I made no meaningful yes, progress. Yes, I would almost so absolutely I'm need to consult something. Yikes! Yeah. Gotta fix that. <laughs> All right. If you'd like to reach us with questions or input, our email address is mail at superggradio.com and provide us a review on iTunes or the podcast app of your choice. Thanks for listening, and GG Alex. GG Joel. Good game. And GG Alec. GG. Good night. And get out of here. You get. We don't want you anymore. Oh, I wish I wouldn't have stopped. Gary and the Henderson. Let's go.